Good morning, everyone. Good to see your faces. We're talking about the DNA of us. It also applies to the world outside. But we're talking about why God put this body together. Why did he put each and every one of you here? Even if, if it's temporary, it was God's plan that you fit into being here today, being here this month. That was God's plan. It says so in Corinthians. Now, I'm talking today about growth. I want to, to break growth down to something smaller. If we talk about something grows, like a town grows, it's getting bigger and bigger. Trees are growing, it's getting bigger and bigger, etc., etc. But what we want to talk about is this is a body that belongs to Jesus Christ. And God is building his church. And if he's building his church, he, he starts with us belonging to each other. He said, Jesus walked around and he said, love one another. This is where we must start. We must start. We can talk to each other about ourselves so that we know each other, so that we can pray for one another. Okay. If one talks about grow, then I must start like Amon started last week, the same scripture. John 15 verse 1. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. As ons praat van a tenier, wat maak a tenier? What is a gardener doing? He's busy cultivating plants so that it brings forth beautiful leaves, beautiful flowers, beautiful fruit. That's what a gardener is doing. And God prepared the soil. He's the gardener. So, if we're talking about God is the gardener, then we must start understanding that we are the plants. We are offspring of what is happening in the garden. And God prepared his garden long, 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 long ago. If God prepared the soil, Hebrews 10 Verse 14 to 16. For by a single offering, yeah, he has forever completely cleansed and perfected those who are con consecrated and made holy. And also the Holy Spirit adds his testimony to us in confirmation of this. For having said, this is the agreement or the covenant that I will set up and conclude with them after those days, says the Lord. I will imprint my laws upon their hearts and I will inscribe them on their minds, on their innermost thoughts and understanding. He then goes on to say, and their sins and law-breaking I will remember no more. This is the foundation where we must start growing from. Let me tell you, People don't believe what I've just read, what the Lord says to us. If you hear people saying, Man, ek is nog net nie reg nie. 
Because God did a bad job. That's what we say. God said, I prepared you. I hear people praying, Lord, please forgive my sins. He did it long ago. When Jesus died, it's you who must accept that. Not God. But the way we are thinking, oh, uh, I, I hear people saying, man, what are you saying? In 1 John 1 verse 9 says, he who reckons that he's got no sins. Okay. What are you telling me? I know that I have sinned. Lots and lots of it. But we sang this morning. That's why he died. When the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. Then Paul says, be careful. And for yourself, we're under a yuck, Sydney. Do we understand that? The Lord prepared the ground. If you read that little scripture that's there on ground, that, that's from Hebrews, uh, and it says, it says there, let's stop talking about what I'm talking about now, because we believe that already. We know that already. We live in that already. Let's go on with the hard work. We'll come to that a few minutes from now. We must understand the soil we're starting from. I didn't put that scripture down. It's Ephesians 2, 8, which says, For by grace, for by grace you have been saved through faith and not by yourself. It is a gift of God. Sorry, God, I don't want your gift. That's how we live. That's really how we live. Just listen to what people are telling you. We must get our hearts and our minds switched to truth. What really happened, this is not a story. This is what God has done for us to have a very good relationship with him between each other. When God invites you for the first time, he, he invites you into a relationship. And then he gave us, every one of you, everyone sitting here, belonging to this congregation was given to me. And I was given to every one of you. That's what God decided. And we will live with one another. So talk to one another. Learn from one another. Now, what I'm meaning by learn is not the big things, who each one of us really is. We don't want to come here with our masks on. That's not me. That's really not me. You ask my wife. James 1.22 Don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you are anything but. Letting the word go in the one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. I will tell you. I've heard people saying, walking out of church, this message was for me today. Ten minutes after that, they are as worldly as can be. Totally forgot about the soil God prepared. What James says here is, You've heard something today. Change your life. 
Do something about what you heard. Act on it. Romans 12, the first verse, Paul talks to Christians. So here is what I want you to do. Take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. God is this God three in one, so that he can reach each and every one of us in the deepest, innermost of our beings. That's why he's three in one. We heard that, and we believe that. Let's place this before God, this body, this life of ours, before God. The Holy Spirit has come to stay with us, be in us, with us, every day of our lives. Be aware of that. Be aware of that because when the Spirit comes over you, you will receive power. We've got that power. But we don't live as if we have. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. Do we understand what it says? Fix your attention on God. Wherever you go, whatever the circumstances, you know, in this world, I've heard that so many times when somebody says, count 10 before you answer, especially if, if you're annoyed. Take 10 minutes, not 10 minutes, 10 seconds before you answer. No, just remember Jesus, the Holy Spirit is there with you. Just before you answer, just remember, God is with me. That will make a difference. When you answer, you'll be changed inside out. Really recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Quickly respond to it. The moment we start, ah, James talking about that. He says when you're doubting, you're like a wave going up and down. You know. You must know. You know where you stand. You know God is in you and God. You are in God. God helps you wherever you go. You must know that. You must know that to change. You see, if, if we talk about growth, we talk about growth in the spiritual world with God, not anything else. We only talk about growing towards God, towards be like Jesus. That's all that this growth is that we're talking about. The impossible things starts realizing without us understanding how is it possible. Let me tell you, I'm talking to God lately, last year. Lord, your presence, your presence, I want your presence. I want you. I want to be aware of you all the time. Doesn't really happen. But let me tell you, if I hear what this mouth is saying, then I understand God is with me and is changing. People that I never liked, things that I never liked. You know how sorry I feel for people that I didn't care nothing about. Thinking about people and tears come into my eyes that I don't, where it come, I don't know where it comes from. But suddenly 
I care. And that's God-like. That's Jesus-like. He changes me, not God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. I hope my father is the gardener. That's what we must realize. We are in a position of growing, in a stage of growing, in an act of growing. Yeah, where we're sitting today. Whether you're 12 years old, 19 years old, 75 years old, we are growing. Because the gardener is looking after us. He's preparing the soil. He's putting whatever is needed for good growth into the soil. He is the vine, not us. Yes, what Paul says then. He says, so come on, let's leave the preschool finger painting exercises and get on with a grand work of art. Grow up in Christ. The basic foundational truths are, are in place, but there's so much more. Let's, let's get on with it. I hope each and every one hears Jesus calling out, Holy Spirit's calling. If you open, I will come in and I will have a feast with you. That's the invitation today. If you take this word, believe what it says, who we are in Jesus Christ, and we allow this growing that takes place, just fall in because Christ is in control. The Holy Spirit builds. Just be aware of that all the time. Our lives will change. This church will change. John 15, verse 5. I'm the vine. You are the branches. When you joined with me and I with you, the relation, intimate and organic, the harvest is sure to be abundant, separated. You can't produce a thing. But if you make yourself at home with me, and my words are at home in you. You can be sure that whatever you ask will be listened to and acted upon. This is how my father shows who he is. When you produce grapes, when you mature as my disciples. Ek moet vele hierdie story vertel. Man, this is a story. I've got a plant at home. The trunk is about that thick. The trunk is about that high. And everything was cut on, off on top. All the branches, everything. And there's a V-notch top of the trunk. And the upper part, the branches and the leaves, was cut out in a V-shape like this. And this upper part, I store in my garage. And when my wife says, is not a fruit then I go to the garage, I take that little top section, I put it into that V with salt, growing salt in there, and I fasten it within a week. It starts bearing fruit. Once we've got enough, I take it out, dries out, and I store it in the garage. Do you believe it? It's impossible. But that's how we want to do with God. We want to be in him one day, but in a week's time, there's nothing. And you can't grow, can't bear fruit. We must understand that. 
without me, you can't do a thing. Weet jy hoe baie keer het ek gedink, this is not true, I can do a lot of things without Christ. But what he means is, you can't do a thing that's really good for you. The only way is if you're in me. Never out of me. Never apart from me. Your strength is in that vine. That's the only way. That's the only way to love one another. The love comes from the gardener through the main plant into the branches. And that makes us flourish. That makes us grow. That makes us bear fruit so that the people can see God is alive. You know, I actually want to stop, but there's a few places that Paul, David, ach, the writer of Psalm 119, whether it's uh, David or not, where they're talking about the principles of God. And I want you to, to go and read after today, instead of doing it there. 2 Samuel 22, verse 17 to 23. There David says, I depended on you. God, I depended on you. And wonderful things happened to me just because of that. In Psalm 119, that same Psalm 119, omdat ek swaar gekry het, was a goeie ding. It was a very good thing to struggle because I learned a lot. I learned to depend on you. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1, I follow the example of Christ. Isn't that what Jesus asked us to do? Isn't that what God planned for us to do, to look at Jesus and grow and do like Jesus did? And you will have life, abundant life. So we belong to one another, all of us. Whether you are part of this church or not, if you're part of a congregation belonging to Jesus Christ, you are family of God. We are family of God, so we are family to each other. So, let's look at the Word. The Word is Jesus. The Word is God. It says, don't stop tithing. Tithing, if, if you read about tithing in the Bible, it says, as jy jou tiende gee, dan beskerm God jou. Do you understand that? I will protect you through your tithing. People don't believe it, but it says so. We must be a church of prayer. We must learn to pray. Ek hoor mense sê, ek kan nie bid nie, want ek kan nie so mooi soos jy bid nie, ek kan nie soos die en bid nie. That's not what God asks us to do. He wants us to give your heart the way you want to do it. Money, worry, or what other means do of dunkini. Come before God. Give yourself. Be yourself. Remember Thanksgiving. Praising. Hebrews 10 24 says, and let us consider and give attentive, continuous care to watching over one another. Studying how we may stir up love and helpful deeds and noble activities. That's why our Father is the gardener, that we can bear these wonderful fruits, that we flourish, 
that the church can go, but above all, that God can be glorified.